Welcome to Building Insights, brought to you in association with Axo Nobel and its brands Dulux Trade and Dulux Decorator Centre. Hello, today on Building Insights, we are joined by Andrew Cleaver, who is National Sector Manager for Healthcare at Dulux Decorator Centre. This week is Dementia Action Week, and obviously it's a condition affecting millions of people in the UK in some way, whether it's people with dementia or their families. What you might not know is that careful interior design and choice of colour in particular can have a profound effect on how people with dementia can safely use and enjoy the spaces they live in. We hope this will be a really useful brief guide from Andrew to help you design spaces better. Good morning, Andrew. Thanks for joining us on Building Insights. Oh, thanks so much. Um, first off, how long have you worked at Dulux and what was your path to your current job? Yeah, well, I've worked at um, Dulux over 20 years now. Um, through ICI Paints, uh, Axe Bell, and now Dulux Decorator Centre. Um, the last 10 years are spent in our specification team, where I am now, um, and I've been looking after the healthcare sector for five years. Um, and basically that involves sort of putting together the healthcare strategy across the UK for um, Dulux Decorator Centres and Dulux Trade. And um, I've got a team around me across the UK that help sort of um, pull that together. Um, that's sort of mainly focused on uh, care home groups and um, hospitals, that's NHS and private. Right. And why is it so important that we understand how to decorate spaces for those living with dementia? Well, in the whole of the UK, the number of people with dementia is estimated around about 850,000. Um, it mainly affects older people. Um, and after the age of age, uh, 65, the likelihood of developing dementia roughly doubles every five years. So to give you an idea, 75% of people living in care homes are living with dementia. So knowing how to design care homes with the condition in mind is key. So it's a big problem for a lot of different settings, presumably homes as well as healthcare settings, um, various domestic setups. Yeah, that's right. I mean, obviously, it's key to obviously keeping people in the homes for as long as possible. So, you know, how people can, um, you know, design their own homes and spaces to, to live in dementia is key. Obviously, when they are unable to stay in their own home, obviously, moving to a care home, and obviously, then their spaces need to be homely and welcoming, and obviously, designed in the correct way. And of course, we've got a, an aging population, so it's increasingly widespread challenge yeah 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 i mean you know it makes spaces effective and appropriate uh, for people living with dementia they must you know people must make hazards and important features of the room easily identifiable um you know this aids wayfinding and helps those living with dementia retain their independence you know um for example it's not just the color of the space that can be helpful but considerations such as walls ceilings and floors should all be uh, contrasted and what we call is um, uh, light reflectance value so that's LRVs which is really important 
Um, key features and hazard points such as handrails, radiators, alarm panels, sanitary wear, furniture, in comparison to the rest of the room. So the LRVs all need to be uh, correct so people can actually see where those hazards are. So sort of picking out the, the LRV between the wall and, say, the radiator is very important. Yeah, can, can you break that down a, a little bit more? Because there's there's contrast and then there's the light reflectance of of the actual surface, right? And then are they the same thing or are we talking about two separate things there? Yeah, it's the same thing, light reflective value and contrast. So basically you've just got to make sure that, um, for argument's sake, if you've got a white door and a white wall, people mm-hmm. won't know where, where the door is. But if you've got a blue door, then somebody, somebody knows where the door is. You know, I mean, consistent lighting is another key one. Um, we've got the correct lux values, but that sort of helps with shadowing and glare. Um, that's, you know, stops confusion and um, helps people that way. Um, same with flooring. Um, you know, matte floors are very, very key. Anything shiny, um, people think it's water. So it's really, and it can be slippery, so they're a bit sort of anxious. Um, sort of bold patterns and stripes are not good either. Patterned wallpaper or patterned uh, floor, uh, wall finishes are a bit of a no-no. Is that right? Yeah, definitely. You can keep it away. I mean, there's, there's certain things, yeah, yeah, you don't want sort of heavily patterned carpets. Um, yes. Sometimes wallpaper can work really well. Um but the key thing is on flooring is the the LRV needs to be pretty much the same because if yes. it's too contrast, you know, it's been known in in on suites or bathrooms where put a dark colour in again, and people think that's a sort of a black hole and won't step into the bathroom. So keeping the LRV pretty much the same to you and I, it could look like a different um, colour. Actually, mm-hmm. if the LRV is the same, then actually that gives people the confidence that they can walk around. Right. And I suppose in a way it works against traditional interior design where you might try and get colours as close to each other as possible, but, you know, be very uh, complementary. You you actually want to make things very contrasting in some settings. Is that right? Was it the, the, the balance quite difficult? Yeah, it's interesting. Um, our Dulux commercial colour team um, on our hands to support architects and designers. Yeah. Um, and by doing that, what we do is we always... Um, uh, design uh, for, with the Equalities Act in mind, and that means the uh, LRV is a thirty-point difference. So, for, you know, roughly, say you've got a white which is about ninety-two, the contrasting mm. colours should be at least sixty-two. So okay. you've, you've got that defined contrast. So, no matter what we do um, at Dulux uh, Trade, we always make sure um, for our commercial colour team, any spaces we design, whether that's in care homes, um, hotels offices always has that because it's always but it's it's not always people living dementia it's people who are um, partially sighted um yeah. so it's a it's sort of best practice that we do anyway so and just because it's it's got that lrv difference doesn't mean it's uh not a bad design actually it's best practice of what we do okay i mean i guess a large part of this is about safety but do you think it can also be used as a sort of a way of enhancing interiors for for uh you know, say multi-generational houses, which are, are an increasing thing as well. Um, oh, but yeah, very much so. Yeah, 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 yeah. If you if you if you take up the Equalities Act and our, our design principles, um, ICI Paints back in the day was sort of leaders on that, sort of putting this together. 
and it's now sort of um, within sort of British standards that this is what you should be doing when you're you're designing. So it's best practice designers and architects to actually uh, uh, design buildings using the uh, 30 point LRB difference. Right. Um, and that's easy identifiable on all the Dulux trade um, notation system, which is all the colors. Um, we've got an easy system that actually tells you which is where the LRB is. So it's easy to work out when you're designing. Right. And so that's quite an established technique. Do, do you think there's any areas where you know, markets need to, or rather customers on, need to get a bit more up to speed on this, like self-build perhaps, or? Yeah, other... yeah. I mean, through the Dutch Trade Decorator Centre Specification Hub, uh, it's a key resource, and we've got all the information on there that people can help and self-serve. So it's a go-to place for architects and designers to, um, with our uh, colour schemas, um, and it really helps. I mean, we designed uh, our Designing for Dementia Guide, which um, in a collaboration with the BRE, Loughborough University, so there's been a lot of input into it. Uh, and that's a downloadable PDF that people can sort of pretty much pick up. What you want to try and do is obviously design some, design a home and a care home that makes it feel homely, you know, mm. and, and that makes people feel more at ease with themselves. And, and actually, you know, you can then bring in elements with memory boxes, um, uh, old photos, pictures, anything like that, you know, even pictures of Marion Munro, that sort of triggers memories or, you know, um, Frank Sinatra, that sort of thing. So any sort of pictures like that, it, it sort of resonates and uh, it just makes people feel more, you know, that they they recognise um, and it triggers memories from from uh, sort of uh, their past. And you, you want the general design to support that, obviously, while, uh, while not causing any extra issues, yeah not distracting yeah, oh yeah. too much yeah i mean yeah definitely definitely are there any other areas particularly on safety perhaps that you think we need to do more on um in in care homes or um other settings perhaps yeah i think it what follows at home follows into care homes so it's sort of you know you, you'll have if at home you can use our designing for dementia guide and the resources there to sort of um, at the Dulux De- Decorate Specification Hub, you can actually use that then to sort of design your own home. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, architects, interior designers can then obviously use that as well. Um, but, you know, it, it's really about just designing spaces that are actually sort of helps people move around easily. Um, they know where the end of the wall is because there's a nice sort of feature wall which is contrast. Um, what you don't want is the carpets and the walls and the ceilings all to be the same lrv because then people don't know their spaces they don't know where the end of the wall is where does the wall meet the carpet they could actually end up being just isolated and feeling a bit helpless if they're they don't actually know where they are yeah and what happens is then they might just stay in their bedrooms and not come out to the lounge areas Mm. or the dining rooms so it sort of gives people that sort of confidence i suppose is the key thing that they can you know they can move around the space um and it's a safe space yeah what we what we do is, you know, in, in care homes, if it's a bathroom door, that'd be a different colour. So people know where the toilet is or where the bathroom is. Um, mm-hmm. But on the flip side, if there's a storeroom or a staff room, we'll, what we'll do is we'll make the, the wall and the door colour the same so people won't necessarily see that door. So they're not right. trying to get into the store cupboard. It's locked anyway, but actually they can't get in. Then there might be frustration that they can't get in. 
Um, so it just keeps, you know, uh, people living in dementia sort of you know, where their bedroom doors are, where the it's bathroom almost, doors are. Yeah, using the same logic, but in reverse, actually, uh, less contrast for the areas you don't want people to wander into. Yeah, totally. Yeah, totally. yeah makes total sense. Yeah, yeah. And, so, you know, so, so handrails are, are very key, you know, in, in people's own homes or in care homes. So what right. you really want is to, you know, because obviously people will want to use the handrail. Mm-hmm. So you need to know, see where the handrail is. That needs to be obviously a different colour to the main wall, so you can actually people can actually see where that is. If it's the same colour as the wall, then they, there's no handrail, and obviously that then again can if you've got mobility issues as well. Generally, because people with dementia tend to stoop when they walk, mm. so yeah, they're sort of looking down more, not ahead. So you've got to make sure everything is sort of easy, identifiable, and any hazards will stand out as well so yes things like um you know steps near doors obviously that kind of thing yeah yeah um, yeah it's just it's just it's just gonna make it nice and and you know beautifully designed care homes um i mean you know like five-star hotels but yeah. actually everything is designed and uh feels really you know either really homely right i mean yeah sounds like dulux has really put an awful lot into the kind of research front uh as well as you know selling to different specifiers in a in a in a sort of more thoughtful way but you've actually done done stuff with various academic institutions so you know really delved into it over the years um and it's produced results um and i was going to say to conclude this is all about helping people retain independence isn't it and and uh feelings of you know agency in in their own homes and in in healthcare and it's it's actually much more important than you might immediately assume oh definitely yeah. definitely yeah but yeah on the face of it you just think yeah it's uh you know it's only pain but there's actually quite a lot of science and sort of thought that goes into it and uh and like i say we've worked with lots of um you know academics and um Sort of leaders in their in the field in, in dementia to sort of create our design guides yeah and then what we also look look at as well is you know what products we're putting on the wall so our dulux trade scuff shield product is really really hard wearing so it's obviously people are sort of banging into walls it's marking walls where our scuff shield product sort of resists scuffs and it's easy to clean um right. and then more into healthcare settings we've got our stereoshield paints that are antibacterial um so that really helps as well from a sort of a infection point of view. If that's a requirement in a in a particular home or a, uh, a setting. You're covering the bases as as always, yeah. Um, that's really good. Many thanks, Andrew. Um, unless there's anything else that you'd like to add, I think we've got a good summary there of the key pointers. I think we've covered everything off. I think it's uh, like I say, it's um, you know designers, architects, and and you know homeowners. It's it's really key just to look at the look at the colours, and then you know not the colours you necessarily like you like, but you yeah. can create a lovely palette that really works. You know on all fronts, and actually, like I say, our uh, commercial services they they do this as a as a standard. You know, we, it's not something we do just especially. For dementia, we do it as a standard everything we design because you know, no matter where you are, whether you're in a, a care home, uh, a hospital, or a, you know, um, a hotel, or an office, 
you know there's, there's people who have got you know potentially sort of living with dementia early stages or there's people with um, sort of partial sighted vision that still need to sort of wayfind and make their way way around so it's sort of best practice well thank you very much for joining us on building insights and look forward to the next chat with Julux. lovely thanks for inviting me along to have a chat today you're welcome bye bye